When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're currently listening to the free version of Let Me Talk. If you want longer, ad-free episodes, even earlier, head to lmtpod.com to find out how you subscribe. Let me talk! Hello and welcome to Let Me Talk Details. This is a respite from the weekly whirlwind of top flight football. It's a space to break down the big picture topics and get into the details away from the game-by-game analysis. I'm David Mooney. As ever, Sam Lee, the Athletic City correspondent, is with me. Hello, Sam. Hello. And we're joined by the former City defender, Nader Manua. Hello, sir. Sam, what are we talking about today? How could we not? We're just going back over the Champions League final again. On the pitch, the celebrations off the pitch, the fans' experience in Istanbul, my experience in Istanbul, like, just... Everything, every little minute detail of that final, we're doing it. The show is also a platform for you to get involved as well. We'd love to hear from you, so email hello at lmtpod.com. That's if you've got any questions, thoughts or general ponderings about City or football at all. We have had so much correspondence since setting this up. Don't worry, like, everything's gone into a document. Like, it will get addressed at some point. All summer we're going to be coming back here. You know, there's no season break. You know, we will be carrying on these shows all summer. I'll be at pre-season, you know... There will be loads of shows going on and everything that you send in is getting looked at. We reply to most of it and if we don't, it's definitely going in the dark and we'll get to it. Yeah, so do get in touch. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at LMTpod as well. And we're also on TikTok. We're at LMT underscore pod over there. Seems a bit of a weird situation to be sitting down with you again to talk about the Champions League final after we've already talked about it but a a little bit of time has passed Um, have you had a chance to digest it a bit more? Yeah I've seen the highlights quite a bit I've seen that Roger goal a lot particularly you know the view behind behind. the shot that's a gif I've seen that that gif a lot and in the airport um, Monday morning coming back went past like one of the bars they had in it and they had like fairly extended highlights in there and there's a few people like me just like stood around, arms folded outside, just like watching the highlights <laughs> and like, and then going aboard afterwards. Um, yeah, but I mean, you can't can't talk about that final and everything that's happened too much, really, can you? Like, mm. we could probably do another one in two days if we had to. Might have to. Yeah. <laughs> which which angles you preferred one from behind the goal or behind Rodri? Behind Rodri. Yeah, I prefer that one because it kind of shows like the level of finesse to it. Yeah, and like. If I'm kicking the margins, yeah, I'm kicking that so high over the bar. Honestly, <laughs> I've leant back, and some poor City fans got a concussion after that for me. But yeah, for well, that was the goal we discussed. Yeah, from yeah, but it's like an accidental cutback now because it's a deflection, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. it? But yeah, that's that was going to be the spot, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah arriving in, into that space. So what? Getting so what were you guys saying then um, about the game? What? How, what? What's your perception of it? How do you feel about it? How do we feel about it? Yeah, well, the game itself, the, game like itself, the performance, the game itself. Yeah, it's got better because of the result. Oh yeah, of course. That's, that's... Were you worried? Yeah. At which point? Well, th- th- no, only from a point of view of I can see into like scoring a header from a corner because even at yeah, half yeah, time yeah, when it was yeah, like yeah. City haven't really done an awful lot here, but like neither would Inter. Like even it was like you could be worried about it not being the City that everybody 
hope they would see and that normally plays and turns up, if yeah. you want to put it that way. But I was looking at it and thinking, well, Inter haven't really done a lot in the final third either. Like, they're playing well. They're frustrating City. And some of the stuff they're doing to switch the ball across the pitch, to get up the pitch is quite good. But ultimately, in the final third, they haven't really got a lot. But then it was just a kind of, when the game's this tight, a goal could come from anywhere. And I guess we saw that with the Akanji leaving it for Edison and Lautaro getting in and having that shot. Like, it could have come from that, you know, header from a corner, you know, free kick into the box, whatever. Ultimately, it, both teams kind of looked like they had similar chances to score. Although it did, fit, again, feel like if City just click in the final third, if they just get a pass right, they they felt slightly closer to scoring. That's how I felt about it at the time. But it was incredibly tense, wasn't it? I, when, felt, I felt a lot more nervous after the goal. After the goal. Yeah. yeah. No, because you I just quite, knew it was going to, you know, you know Inter are coming now. Yeah, I was quite relaxed at 0-0, even though, even though the game relaxed. wasn't... Yeah, yeah, even though the game wasn't okay. going as you would hope and Inter were making it difficult. I was, I was still in that, like Sam, I was still in that sort of... I don't. I feel like City have been the slightly more threatening team here. And Interesting. Okay. I'm I'm okay with this if it if if this is the process and then they scored, and I was just like I was looking at the clock. And yeah, everything edgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like liquid on the sofa. I just couldn't <laughs> couldn't sit still. Is it similar to last year when they played against Villa? So when it's two 0 down, you're stressed. Then it's three two. Now you're looking at the clock like oh yeah, yeah, on, exactly. yeah, yeah. Time. There's way too much time. On but the clock. now Villa Villa last season was different because um, I at two nil. I was literally, I was texting my partner all the way through because he was like, should I should I put this on when I get home? Should I put it on? And I was like, do not put this on. They are fucking this. Don't put it on. You, like, all you're doing is just inviting misery. And he got home and went, I'm going to put it on. And like immediately they scored twice. And he was like, I don't know what you're on about. They're playing really well. And I was like, no, no, they haven't been playing like this. Yeah, I see that. I think I was impressed by Inter Milan. I felt the plan that they had going into the game was good. The way they did it, the aggression in that midfield area, trying to like stop Rodri's and so on from yeah. getting into the game. It was really good. I think, as well, the way that they played Haaland was, I think it made him look like a young person because there are times, for example, when you need an outball to that striker and some of the best ones, like, they'll pin the defender yeah. and they'll pin the defender early so that he can play directly into them. He's been doing and that. And you just can't get ready. Quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, he'd been doing that quite a lot and doing it quite well. But they had United, a he did it really well against United. But here they were, they had a strategy where they would never let him, him pin them. Hmm. So if you look at the sort of, uh, I went on, is it Fotmob or something? Yeah. He was showing the stats, the numbers from the game, and like Haaland was down as a seven, as one of the highest scores for City players. I said that's interesting because there's, there were things like the amount of duels won, the amount of touches, and so on. He would have had more touches in the game, except for the fact that they were running in front of him to get the ball a lot of the time. As soon as they sensed the ball was going to go to him, someone just banged straight in front, took it away, and he could never feel for it. And it's, it's a weird position sometimes. When you're reaching back to try and find someone and no one's there, all of a sudden you look like the biggest idiot in the world. You're like just falling back. I was like, oh God, what am I doing? And I thought they played him really, really well. Mm. You know, when you think about... How do you think he played? Uh, I think of the games that I've seen him have, I thought that was his worst game. I don't know if that's like a hot take or like a common no. thought. No, because yeah, like, I'm just thinking on our last podcast and it made me chuckle when I listened back to it. It's like we've done the entire podcast and then right at the end he goes, oh, by the way, Harlan was shit, wasn't he? Yeah, but it, in the end it didn't matter. Like he tried to do whatever he could do. Yeah. But, and he'd be disappointed. But then some of that, like you hear him talking about the nerves and stuff. Yeah, and you can yeah, see yeah, how it affects people. Like that's a real thing. And, and at that point, being young and being nervous in a situation you've never been in before, that could probably affect the way that you played, especially like, I think, is it, is it a champion that's like 35 years of age? Mm. You know, it might have been his potential first final, but 
He's like, oh, he's a 22-year-old playing up front. I'm sure he's good. But Do you know this? how much stuff he's been through, by the way? Yeah, yeah. yeah like, recovered exactly. from cancer and like hated football and all this kind of stuff, like yeah, drinking and whatever, and then he's reborn. And, yeah, he's, like, he played well. Kind of last shot, possibly. I, I, thought they, they, I thought overall they did play well. And it's funny, isn't it? The time when City win the Champions League is when they don't play as well as they could do in the final, but then show something, which I think links them to United in 99. Because I remember thinking United didn't deserve to win that game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But they did it. You know what I mean? So just being able to win when you're not at your best, especially on the biggest stage, isn't mm. necessarily something that... That's, that's, been that's, the whole a, thing that's about, a recent thing, though, isn't it? Well, that's like, been like, the whole thing about what people say about City slash Guardiola as a whole in the Champions yeah, yeah. League. Well, you know, they, it's the whole... His style is more suited to the league where you can dominate games and there's less threat. But when you play against more counter-attacking teams or whatever and they just want to counter-attack against you, I can't remember exactly how it's, it's phrased, but it is roughly that. It's like that's the flaw with Guardiola's game plan. The fact that you can maybe dominate the games but not score. And then you just get sucker punched again and again. But there, this season, Not it goes anymore. back to that thing when, obviously, the main, the most obvious difference. If you were to ask anyone who's seen City a bit or not even at all, they go, "Yeah, well, it's Haaland. But when we were asking Pep about that a couple of months ago, he would keep mentioning the defenders yeah, and that ability yeah. and the one-on-one jewels and stuff. And yeah. that was exactly what we saw at the weekend. That 100%. was the thing, wasn't it? That was the difference. Yeah. 100%. And he went back to it himself after the game when he was interviewed. Yeah. He was like, you know, we we know that. This I think he said this season I discovered basically this season I discovered defending basically you know in that kind of it's sense a, it's been a long journey from Watty's tackles isn't it yeah 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 in, in that yeah and like again what 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 did presumably amazing but what did you think of Ruben Diaz in particular yeah I thought I thought he was really really good you know but I think it's alongside others as well oh yeah yeah for sure you know what I mean like some of those switches of play and stuff that Inter Milan were doing were really good and you could sense the danger and they're creating overloads at the back post. And City didn't necessarily have like numbers in their mm-hmm. advantage. Yeah. So at that point, it's very easy to panic and make the wrong decision. But that back line, especially Ruben and others, they're very good at biding their time. They're waiting for the right moment was, to go and was step one. in and jump. Was it in the first half when Akanji had he had two men running into the into the box and the ball was out wide? Yeah. And he positioned himself perfectly to to be able to take it from whichever whichever yeah. angle it went to. It's there's a lot of skill involved and they've also would have had a lot of repetition as well mm. in terms of defending and overload situations. And they're so calm, like when you look at them and there's a break coming on, you're seeing it like there's a video, I think it was of John Stones and like Ruben Diaz doing something. Looks like there's so much danger. This isn't an, another game. They're just running back, says oh relax, relax, I've got this. Or like when Kyle Walker's out there, he'll tell the centre back, No, no, you go that way. I'm gonna do this. The level of trust and communication and like understanding of how to manage a moment where from the outside it looks like a situation to panic heavily because their bodies everywhere, mm. but they put themselves in positions where they can have the maximum impact. They never oversell. They never jump to try and get something that's for a put for a cutback and then leave something open. And it's yeah, it's it's amazing. Like to come away with a clean sheet, obviously you need some good fortune along the way. But then even um so Edison to start off looked quite shaky. Mm. But there's one thing, the highlight of the game well, you could say the save you made from Lataro. But it was a long ball from an honor. Edison came out and caught yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my we, god! We mentioned that one, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, as a defender, it's beautiful. That was can like... I can I tell you that if I'm in goal, uh, I know there's a vast Fuck's amount sake. of a vast well, amount of experience. Let's make it about you. Let's make it about but, you. Go yeah, on. yeah. But like, there is no chance I'm leaving that line. Wow, well, I mean, no chance. He, he went so early. Was so like, early. Yeah. Like, when, okay. on, when he was on the way, I was like, oh god. Yeah. But well, then when he makes it, that's the best thing you've ever done, mate. Unreal, mate. Like when a goalie comes and takes command of a situation. 
like you just just lay on the floor. You deserve this. You know what I mean? Like you're <laughs> such a hero. There was me. there was at least three players that when he because he he did the thing where he flopped on it because it was late in the game. Yeah. And there was at least three players who just grabbed him by the head. Yeah. And it's just like you can see it. You can see yeah. exactly what you're saying. It's like thank God you did that. Hundred percent. Like when someone when keepers do that, it makes your job easier. It's very rare that your job can become easier. But when someone comes and commands a box, because like. Oh, oh my God, here comes the kitchen sink. And then all of a sudden, the plumber arrives, I'll do this, bang. You know what I mean? Like, that's, it's amazing. And it, yeah, he stepped up so much as the game was progressing. And even from that last corner when he came and punched it, you know, everyone associated with Inter Milan is right there in the box. Everyone. Cross comes in, it's a good ball. Edison gets gets himself up, bang. But it's it's not just, it's the wherewithal, because it's a save, because it's a it's an, it's kind of like an effort, but it's yeah. the wherewithal to, to punch it away. Because yeah. if he tips it away, it could go behind for another corner, you probably play that corner out. Yeah. yeah. It's fair play, you know, like, as I say, I don't think he started brilliantly, but he ended, like, it was one of the big reasons why they ended up seeing it through. The, the, we talked about this the other day, I couldn't remember what he'd done wrong, but it was when he... Tried to play the pass into midfield, yeah, yeah, and it just went between like Diaz and whoever else. Is that when Guardiola and, yeah, and, the, and relax, they had the relax. shot? Yeah, they had, they had the, was it Barilla had the immediate yeah. shot, but it was it was terrible. Miles it went wide, up, yeah. but then as soon as he took the goal kick, I was like, I'm sure the next pass he does is going to be like straight back on it, and he like banged it into like stone his feet in midfield. Or but something. There, was, there was another one as well where he got played back to. He tried to spin it to uh, Ake, mm. went out for, as well, throw, for the throw. Yeah, 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 I was like, this is so weird. Like, is what what's going on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. Well, that was, when Roger kept giving it away, it was like something's not. Going to, going back to what we were thinking at half time, it was like oh, this isn't yeah. this isn't that, going great. Was that not the high pressure on Rodri though instead? Because I know Rodri's very good at dealing with that sort of pressure. But outballs, it's like, I guess. Like if there's no outballs and you're not expecting them to press you as as much as well, they were. You say not expecting, but from the moment we start playing, it's happening. Like you can't not keep. So you can't keep not expecting it. I um, wonder if that's sorry. Go on. You know that everyone always says about Guardiola. He tells you what's going to happen, and then you go on the pitch, and it's like it if, like Mascherano was saying, I think the 2011 final against United. It, what he told them before the game happened to the extent that they were like, we feel like we've already played this game before. Like, we know exactly what to do. But Guardiola did say afterwards that Inter were doing certain things that they didn't expect. And I wonder if that's the flip side of that coin. It's like, if you go out there expecting certain things to happen and then they're not happening, it's obviously you've got to work it out for yourself and they're good enough to do it. But there must be a gap between relative comfort blanket yeah. of all season not well for like seven years but it's, it's everything's going to happen as you expect it's the realisation that what you're expecting like, okay, to what happen isn't now. happening and yeah, like yeah. that takes time as well so you can't just go out there and, and what's happening immediately you know it's not happening mm. you kind of need that five ten minutes to see that to and, process then, it. and then you need the five ten minutes to kind of yeah, work out sure. the solution and I thought Inter as well they showed different things in different scenarios you know from like goal kicks Dumfries has gone all the way up sometimes um, what's the left wing back called DeMarco. DeMarco, yeah, he's dropping a bit deeper. The press was higher, sometimes it was lower, but sometimes really aggressive. But I thought, as I was watching it, I thought it was interesting that Stone started off at right back because I thought they kind of needed a second body in there. But then maybe that's what Inter were hoping for anyway. So then instead they had extreme pressure on Rodri in that spot. Mm -hmm. Every time he got it, it's like, bang, someone's there. He could turn one way, bang, someone else is there. And then the forwards are going up and trying to press all together. I thought it was like, it was really good. But then, lo and behold, an Italian team has had like a strategy, play, <laughs> which they're literally following to the like bitter end. And it was good; it was effective. But yeah, it's it's weird. Like they they're a lot better than a lot of people anticipated. Yeah, which feels weird considering it's the Champions League final. Well, we, we were saying this, weren't we? We were saying it was going to be like a tight, difficult game. But yeah. There was loads of people at like, City will win like three or four nil. It's like it's those, what, those, what are we talking about? It's those people that don't pay attention. That's the problem. 
That those people are not they're they're not looking yeah. at, at they don't pay attention to the bigger picture of of what Foot, happens. In probably the, just football in general. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I I think they're different viewers of football. Yeah, the people who look at scores, people look at highlights, people to watch games. Yeah, and three you can have three completely different perspectives yeah. based around the same result. And unfortunately, there are more people who just see. Well, results. it's way more practical to do the first two. Yeah, but there there are more people who just see results, and as a consequence, they're just following patterns. Mm. Oh yeah, into the third in Syria. City Can't be that top good. of the yeah. yeah, they'll be no good. Thinking like, forgetting like, well, they are in the final, and they were the ones that beat Napoli as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was supposed to be one of the dark horses for the whole competition. Beat them convincingly in the end. Like, it's listen, it's all very, very daft, all very, very stupid. Which is why I'm so relieved that they did win in the end, because otherwise it'd be like, oh, the greatest shock in the history of all football. You know what I mean? Did AC Milan beat Napoli? Do AC beat Napoli and then Inter beat? AC, AC Milan. E- yeah. Like easily, basically. Yeah. They scored two in the first 10 minutes, didn't they? Or 15 minutes of the first leg. And was it in so they were in the same Champions League group as Barcelona and, yeah, and Bayern? And Bayern. They got through that. They beat, did they beat Barca at the New Camp? Well, it doesn't <laughs> make got a difference. Because I, I remember like Busquets was like, watch out for for Inter and their like back five. Like, yeah, but not, it, I, not... I need to put some respect to it. It's not really a back five. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? DeMarco, Dumfries, and so on, they get so high. Like I think some people were saying, oh, you know, it's a it's a back five, City struggle against back five, so on and so forth. But they weren't playing like Brentford were. You know what I mean? The the way that they were pressing at times was really aggressive. Mm-hmm. It was really high yeah, up the field was. as well. It was applying pressure to people to make them feel uncomfortable. Wherever, say, the midfield was going, De Bruyne, Gundogan, people were going with them. When Harlan's coming short, someone was going with him. Wherever Jack went, Dumfries was right there. And normally, like when teams do that against City, they just go, "Okay, we've worked this out. We'll just play around you." Yeah. And they're like, they're all of a sudden two passes. They're flooding up the pitch. Didn't that really happen once? No, 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 not at all. What did you think of, say, that stat about John Stones and his dribbles? Did you see that? Yes, more dribbles in the Champions League final than anyone since Messi since in twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, mental. That's that's wild, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, like, because and again, again, it goes back to what Guardiola said after the Arsenal game when they only had thirty six percent possession, and he was like, "In this, in these type of games, you need more touches. You need to have more touches on the ball. Just keep hold of the ball, like composure, basically." And he was like, only Grealish was doing that. He goes, "Riyad a bit, but especially especially Grealish," and then you think. Well, that's what Stones was doing. Like yeah. that's perfect for what you need, and Stones was doing it in that kind of. He wasn't even going into midfield with Rodri, was he? Was it? He was like side-ish. yeah, yeah. He was going in those De Bruyne channels like early on, and but still having to be a right back and do everything else, like to be putting out <laughs> dribbles like that. But that just means just it's just that confidence to keep the ball in a game where we've already discussed. Like it wasn't easy. No. Like players were struggling. Like Rodri was stu- struggling under the pressure and things yeah. like that. Absolutely. Sorry, I just, I, I just absolutely love them. Yeah, what, stones. Yeah. yeah, yeah so how can you not? You can like, see how confident he is as yeah. well. You know what I mean? Taking on some of those dribbles, never looking flustered. Like mm. he's getting the ball zipped into him with like that interpress right behind him. He's like, yeah, it's fine. No, no big dramas. Yeah. Like when you, when you're in a spot where you have that much sort of faith in yourself, like must the game must feel so Top easy to him. You know what yeah. I mean? Champions League final. Yeah, it's fine. Just watch this. Although, all that emotion, doing too much. That's why he had to come off because he was so tired. That's quite funny. Was it so tired? Was it just tired? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Do you think he was injured? Well, like, even in the first half, he was like crouching down, like after like it's runs. Because he doesn't usually dribble. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> as weird as weird as it is, you you play football for so long. The most tired I ever was in football was shortly after a dribble. I'm like, what, yeah, why don't? Yeah, why am okay. I so tired? It's just completely different sort of like system to do it. Okay, because I remember he did it again in the second half. Like City got a corner. Yeah. 
and he like he Stayed was like crouched down, down behind because I because his shirt was ripped as well, and I thought, oh, there must have been some something going on in the box there. He must have been tugged. VAR just run really at this. far with it, and then you look at then you look at the replay. It's like just nothing happened in the box, and he, yeah. he just went, no, no, I'm I'm just sitting he's, down. He's I think he was shattered. He was pushing, especially like there's a big difference between say centre back going into midfield and just playing down the right side because mm-hmm. he's getting a few overlaps in as well. Like the volume's quite high at that point, and especially adding the dribbles and the fact you've got to go back in transition. Yeah, he was, he was cooked, mate. Let's pause for a quick break there. When we return, we'll talk more about the Champions League final. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Let Me Talk is sponsored by you, the listeners. The best way to support the podcast is by subscribing via Memberful. You can pay as little as £2 per month, which gives you early access to all our podcasts ad-free, and they're packed with even more content. That gives you even more minutes of us to fill up your week. Subscribing is really easy and the longer episodes will integrate seamlessly with your podcast app of choice, be it Spotify or Apple. Head over to lmtpod.com for more information on signing up and links to all of our socials. Another like subtle thing from the final. You know when, was it DeMarco hit the bar with a looping header and then it came back yeah, and, yeah. and Lukaku blocked like the follow-up? Which, to be fair, Diaz probably would have cleared it. That's an interesting one, but yeah, go on. I'm not sure. Because I've seen an angle which makes it look like, yeah, he probably could have done, would have done. But who's to say it might not have just like, Stopped at Lukaku and Lukaku could have just whacked it in as well. Yeah, maybe. you know what I mean. You just don't know. It's just we just picture whatever we want to picture. But that one there, like it, it kind of bounced around. It still bounced around a bit. And Bernardo was kind of at like a right a right back position, and he just kind of stepped over it. 
And so he just hit the bar, come back, the chance has hit Lukaku. The ball's still going around in the box. It comes to Bernardo and he's bouncing under it and he just kind of steps over it and turns out. And it's like, in all this chaos, you still know there's nobody behind you. Yeah. Like, you know exactly what's going on everywhere. Like, that would have been so easy as just he's dropping. Yeah, yeah. Just boot it. And he was like, no. It was like, it was like he'd heard the whistle and the game had stopped and he was like, I'm just going to step over this and like take a bit of time. But like, the game is still going on. Yeah. Like, it's just a little thing. But like that, that scanning of the pitch and knowing what's around you, I was like, that, that's, that's, I mean, there's not much more than can be said about Bernardo Silva. Yeah. But just to add something else into the mix, like. And to add something else, like, I'm going to defend him here. Wording is so key. Like, Lukaku didn't block the shot. The ball hit him. You know mm. what I mean? But still, yeah. we say he blocked yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. he's trying to be nefarious with it. Like, because a block to... is intentional. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The ball is he's there, and someone's like headed a ball onto him. Like, it, yeah, it might stop the ball going on target, going towards the goal, or whatever. But he's not done it on purpose. Like, what do you, what do you want him to do? Mm -hmm. Genuinely, ah, I've to, oh, just like spread yourself or there's just a, disappear. There's a difference in there. There's sometimes I, re I remember one. I can't remember who did it, but I can still picture it in my head. It was City. It was City in like the mid noughties Somebody headed a corner that was on target and it was flying in. Yeah. And there was a City player on the line who chested it and turned to try and whack it in himself and booted it over the bar. Yeah. And I can't remember who it was, but it's like it's that. That's an intentional block. Yeah. Lukaku's just in the way. Yeah. Exactly. It's just it's tough, man, because he gets battered so much. But like, no, come on, let's not do that. Well, we kind of mentioned it last week with the upper Meccano thing. Like he had a bad, he had two bad games in like well televised games, and now his reputation, like in this country anyway, is like always oh, rubbish. Yeah, exactly. But it's like that—that that is a, a label that's been attached to Lukaku as well. It's like because coming back to Chelsea a couple of years ago, he came with like a massive, massively good reputation. Then yeah. that went so badly. Yeah, he's gone back to the post United reputation of this guy's like a clown, basically. That, yeah, that and that's why it's oh, he blocked the shot and yeah, it's it's, it's, it's and a tough school for him. But like, he, yeah, I thought he did well when he when he played in the game. That half hour, it was an mm. effective half hour. Like he was trying to push back Ruben Diaz. He I think he got off three shots, I think, or three yeah, attempts yeah. on goal, which is you know more than say Holland on the other side, I would say. And he was like an outlet for his team, you know, when they need to push. Also, look, can we just switch it a little bit? Yeah, Anana, yeah. Mm. The way he plays, do you like it or does it make you nervous? In the fact that, say, with his feet, he's basically just actively trying to be an outfielder. Like he'll go past the defenders with a trick yeah, and yeah. do all sorts. Do you like that or do you think it's too much? From what I saw the other night, I liked it. It's too much for the Cameroon coach, though, isn't it? You yeah, bend him off during the World Cup. For, way too much for him, yeah. <laughs> way, way too much for him. Um, but the, the other night, like, the, he wasn't like going past and doing tricks and stuff, was he? But I mean, no, I like it. Okay. So, I think it's the extravagance of it that yeah. adds on the extra layer of is this going to go wrong? Yeah. But ultimately, I don't remember seeing like if that if it had gone wrong because I've not seen him loads. But I think if it had gone wrong, I would have seen clips on Twitter of him having a met. Yeah. What are you going to say? Dave? I agree with Sam, but I was just going to add in. So when Edison steps out and kind of takes a defender's position in the in the structure to like you would say about making that extra pass it could be Edison being like making the three mm -hmm. I get I, I always get nervous that the city keeper is not in the not in position if to give the ball away and it's that ultimate yeah. faith to not give the ball away and then flip it round when the opposition keeper's doing that I'm like oh shit they're outnumbering us now <laughs> and not like oh well if they give the ball away we've got a chance yeah so I don't know I don't know. I do like it. I like. I like. The and he goalkeeper. did really well. He yeah. had a really good game. I like the goalkeeper adding to, to yeah. make it to to basically create an overload at the back to yeah. create options. Yeah, I I like. It. I think he's. I think he's very very good. I think keepers that that good with their feet is good because you can just give it to them. Mm. And say we could just give it to a midfielder. Like you're under a bit of pressure, just give it to him. Like I wasn't necessarily lucky enough to 
have played in an era where that was the normal thing to do because if you were giving it to goal you had to roll it at a certain speed so they could kick it first time you know what I mean and hope that it stays on the field but to have that like it's like it's a sweeper basically yeah. like your little comfort blanket and the attackers know that you can't really go out there because you're playing into their hands as opposed to in the past where you roll it keeper takes a bad touch it's like oh god here was we it, go was it Brendan Rodgers after the 5-2 at the Etihad um, where he said uh, we didn't press Edison because we know there's no point yeah, um, I think Sean Dyche, Sean Dyche was like said it's like having Ronald Koeman in goal. Yeah, it's that yeah that kind of thing. But City didn't really bother pressing Anana, did they? For the same reason. Mm. Well, I don't know if it was the same they reason. They you never well, know the motives. But they did they loosely they tried to show him one particular yeah. way to go. But then he might just do a Cruyff turn and just go the other way. That's the thing about him. You know what I mean? But I like a, I do like it. But I feel like we're at a point in history now with football where the way the game's going doesn't suit the way that a lot of people are. And for as good as Anana is at doing that, most people won't want to get behind it and support it well yeah that's what you need that you need a coach just kind of embracing it to be fair he must have had that at Inter because Handanovic has been one of the top keepers yeah. for years right and now he's mm. just on the bench yeah you need a coach that likes it but I'm talking more like externally like people watching the game of football yeah but if you coach back here then people come around to it it's like yeah. people didn't like the way Burnley so? were playing at the start of the season so? now they love it do you think do you think do you think so How so do you like mean? if it well, if you coach back you when it's successful sorry right when so you've seen Edison play for City for a very long time. Mm. As soon as he gets to the second half of the season and you're 1-0 up and Edison's got the ball at his feet and someone's coming towards him, what's your, what's your feeling there? Is it a sense of calm or is it a sense of get it long? No. No, I don't definitely think, I, n- I never think get it long. You don't think so? No. So you're calm. When someone's pressing Edison, see you've got one goal lead, your, your confidence level is exactly Mate, the it's same. Mate, it's Edison. Like if, it was yeah, yeah. if it was Stefan, maybe. Yeah, then... I've, I've, got the, I've got the years of experience that he can do it. Do you think you're the exception or the Stefan norm? Ortega, by the way. I keep confusing them because they got the same. <laughs> yeah. Thing. Do you think you're the exception or the norm? Um, it's a big moment to think about now. I I think it's the norm. I people trust Edison. I don't think so. Yeah, but people, people trust Edison. I don't think so. Not when the when the stakes are. I don't think so. I think they panic. I think I think get a hundred city fans and in a room and ask them whether you trust That's Edison's next footwork. Week show. Yeah, yeah exactly. whether, you, whether you trust Edison's footwork or his handling, they trust his footwork far more than his handling. Okay, and then get them to ask to, and then put context to it and say in the second half of the season in a big game with five minutes left to go and the ball gets rolled to Edison and someone's close to him. Are you as comfortable then as you were earlier in the game? The answer will probably be no. But that's but, still the same principle. But is that not for anybody, though? No, no, but it shouldn't be. Because if that's the way that the team been playing, then why should there be an issue that he's got it now? And that's what I mean about people not fully getting on board with it because your sense of anxiety gets higher as the, sort of, as the stakes become higher. And with that, then, you go to a more conservative style of football, which didn't put you in the position that you were in. As was the case with Sam talking about the Bernardo Silva skill thing. Like, oh, it's amazing that he did that. That's great. But you also would have been happy if he kicked it into Rosette, if he'd been kicked it into the flipping... Was it Bosphorus? What's that? Whatever. Are you are you happier with that though? Because you don't know what the alternative is. In what, like if, what if, Bernardo, if Bernardo just booted that away, yeah, and we all go, God, he's he's got it away. Like nobody's thinking. Well, he could have stepped over that and kept possession. But because he has, you go, oh great, that, that was. No, good. Maybe you could, it, but it depends. Like, if Inter go and get it back, put it in the box, and score, then you're looking back. Thinking, oh, what, 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 yeah. what have yeah. Why did you? I think with certain bits of like new tactical technical nuances within football like if you say it's all right minute one it's going to be all right minute 19 you want your players to be consistent enough to whereby that's how they're going to play but i don't think us as a as football fans overall fully buy into it for 90 minutes across a 10-month season i feel like it's just at certain times when the pressure's not as high because as soon as say city won that got uh, got the lead the other day 
what are we thinking about style of play? Are we saying keep it the same, play exactly how you're doing? Or are we thinking a bit more conservative? And sort of maybe like, oh, what's the change that could be made to hold on to a lead? Or are we thinking carry on doing what you're doing? It's more passes, in, isn't it? Hold on, hold on to the ball. Yeah, in the final. I, yeah, I was thinking, well, I was thinking before the goal, they needed more passes anyway. Yeah, then so after I, the goal, after the goal still, still they, need, they need more passes. And then 10 minutes later, when like Inter are throwing everyone on and everything's going in that direction, what were you thinking was the right way to manage the game then? More passes. More passes. Yeah, yeah. You still think more passes? Yeah. From where? From Edison? Roll yeah, out yeah, from the back, go through midfield, everything. From, from literally wherever you've got the ball. Okay. And you, again... Yeah, you... but also, like, if, if if there's pressure on, then, you know, Edison, the, Edison can, like, knock it straight out to Walker or whatever, you know. Like, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Sure. I, I also trust Edison's ability to not play it long, but pass it long. Because if, if Inter are, are pressing and pushing yeah, up as much I mean. as that, there's, there's, the there's or... space for somebody to, yeah. to receive it in the middle. And like He did do two long cold kicks at the end, didn't he? It went straight out of play. Guardiola <laughs> was going mental. Yeah. But again, do you consider yourself the exception or the rule for that? <sighs> when your team's got a 1-0 lead in the Champions League final and Inter really... So you're saying like, bring on like all the other centre-backs? Kind that's, of I'd imagine that's what most other people would be thinking about now. When you've got some to be fair, Guardiola has done that. He's done that in the past. And he did it Burnley. well, Burnley even was, Wembley as well. Yeah, Burnley was Ake my... Ake came on for Grealish, didn't he? And yeah. then Laporte came on, but Walker was injured. But yeah, yeah the Burnley one. Yeah, Burnley yeah. one's my old, the all-time, the Aguero kind of 58 That's probably the ultimate one. example yeah. you're talking about. You, do you remember that one in 2019 running when Aguero scored? No. And it, but it was kind of, like not blocked on the line, but like the defender chested it away, but just behind the line. Yeah. And, and it the, was like the so goal, tense. The, te the, te the technology give it. And then okay. with about five minutes left, like he just he just goes, right, I can't remember who came off, but it was like Aguero or Sane or someone. It was like off. But Stone, and Stone the and Stones yeah. came on or something like that. But that, that's, so that's five minutes left, but there was more time left in the game on Saturday, wasn't there? Like what time did Rodri score? Oh, he probably scored about the same time as Aguero did in the, in the Burnley game, you know. Okay. But like I say, it's, it's just interesting because all of a sudden, like a lot of people, maybe probably myself included, were more nervous after the goal had been scored. Mm. So when you are nervous, it doesn't feel right to then say, oh, there's a goal kick. I hope Ruben Diaz rolls it to Edison. We then we'll roll it to. Uh, I'll do it honestly, absolutely fine with that because that's what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, but again, are you the exception? Or are you the rule? I think you, I, look, I think I you guys think, are the exception because you look at football from a different perspective. But no, but I think not. I can't say everyone, but I think and maybe maybe this is like a a kind of slanted audience, but maybe most of the listeners, most of these specific city fan listeners, feel would comfortable. would feel comfortable. But if you yeah. were to do a straw poll of the Etihad on a match day, maybe it's different. Yes. But I still, but I, I still think, like, if you if you can't be comfortable with City and like Edison in this particular example, then it's never going to happen with anyone. Yeah, and that's probably as close as you're going to get to comfort in those situations. Mm. Interesting. But when it goes back to Anana and you were like fans don't like that style, if a coach sticks to it and gives you that back in, and it's successful, then you're fine. But if like a coach sticks to it and it doesn't work, you end up in like a Sarri situation at Chelsea when everyone's just like. What's this guy trying to do? I'm not having this. Like with Kepa, for example. Yeah. And then you just get stuck in a situation where Kepa's coming in playing for different managers that don't want to do the same thing. And you think, oh, I didn't sign up for this. And then everyone's like, well, who's this guy? But I'm not saying if Kepa had signed for City, then it would have definitely been better, but he would have had better chances too and this, that and the other. I'm not, I'm not saying he's yeah, as good you. with his feet as Edison by any means, but like, like I say, at the start of the season, Burnley fans weren't having company's style like, at all because they were like, just not used to it. Playing out for the team, you see it. I see going to City away games and teams who have just changed their manager. I know Gerard ultimately, maybe it's a bad example because he didn't do well, but one of his first games at Villa was that um, the game you know when Bernardo scored that amazing volley yeah. in the break. 
and they were trying to play out from the back and you could just hear the like the grumbles in the crowd because they just they weren't having it and you yeah. think if a coach is trying to do this you just you've got to get behind it and that was it for the free version of Let Me Talk Details. In the full version, we delve even deeper into City's weekend in Istanbul, and we hear of Sam's behind-the-scenes experience over in Turkey. If you'd like to sign up, all the useful links are in the episode description and over on lmtpod.com. Thank you for listening and for getting in touch. If you'd like to send in a question for future episodes, then you can reach us on email. Hello at lmtpod.com is the way to do that. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at lmtpod, and on TikTok we're at lmt underscore pod as well. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.